Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look at the sky! Look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Superman! And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice, Disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper. The brutal murder of Dr. Chi Wan, famous oriental scholar and art collector, has served to deepen the mystery surrounding the dragon's teeth. Ten pieces of ancient Chinese jade said to contain the secret of everlasting life. Recovered from an attempt to kill him with poison tea, editor Perry White of the Daily Planet is discussing the strange chain of events with Lois Lane, star reporter, in the privacy of his office. Listen. I'll never forget it as long as I live, Lois. I was sitting opposite Chi Wan. No further away than you are. He looked at me and there was something strange in his eyes. And then he said, before the next sun rises, I'll be dead. He was right. But what were you and Clark Kent doing down there in the first place, Mr. White? Well, he telephoned me and said he had something important to discuss. Come in. You wanted to see me, Mr. White? Uh, yes, yes, Ken. Come on in. Sit down. Well, you seem to have recovered from the ill effects of that poison tea, Mr. White. Kent, how in heaven's name you ever got me to the hospital in time will always be a mystery. Yes, that's another thing I wondered about. Dr. Wan said you both vanished into thin air. No, no, wait a minute. We'll come to that later. Oh, Kent, uh, I was telling Lois how poor Chi Wan called the turn on his own death. Yes, he seemed to know it was coming. But you still haven't told me what you two were doing at Dr. Wan's apartment. Why you went there. What happened? Well? You tell her, Kent. Well, here's the whole story, Lois. It seems that Dr. Wan had discovered an ancient Chinese manuscript that revealed a great medical secret. The secret of everlasting life. What? The manuscript said that the ten teeth of the sacred green dragon were each engraved with a symbol describing ten medicinal herbs found in the mountains of western China. Wait a minute. What's the sacred green dragon? Well, it was carved out of wood. They used it as an idol in a Chinese temple. And its teeth were pieces of pure jade. Oh. Go on. Well, these ten herbs, according to Dr. Wan's interpretation of the ancient manuscript, when ground into a powder, would render the human body free of disease. Sounds like a pipe dream to me. Mm, That's what I said. At any rate, Dr. Wan had found nine of the dragon's teeth, and the man who owned the tenth, a jeweler named Walter Huffman, was trying to get them away from him. Dr. Wan feared for his life and wanted Mr. White to take the nine pieces of jade in case anything happened to him. Mm, That's when I took a drink of that poison tea and went out like a light. That's right. Dr. Wan was out of the room at the time getting the jade, but Mr. White looked so sick I couldn't wait for him to return, so I... I guess that's about where Jimmy and I came in. You see, I figured you were both out on a big story, so I followed you down to Chinatown with Jimmy. You shouldn't have done that, Lois. Well, maybe not, but I did. At any rate, we got to Dr. Wan's apartment after being chased up the steps. He told us you'd been there, and he was completely baffled by your sudden disappearance. Then he offered us some tea. Both Jimmy and I were about to drink it when someone came crashing through the window and knocked the cups out of our hands. Now, you can laugh if you want to, but 
It was Superman. You hear that, Kent? Lois says this Superman was dressed in a blue costume and a red cloak. Yes, uh, she told me. Well, what do you make of it? It's a little hard to believe. Kent, young Jimmy Olsen spoke to me a few hours ago. Swore that he'd seen Superman three or four times down South America and out west. Have you ever seen him, Kent? Who, me? Yeah. You've been with Jimmy on all those trips. Oh, I can't say I have, Mr. White. Well, I saw him, and I'm not nearsighted. Not only that, but I'm convinced he was the last one to see Dr. Wan alive. We should make every effort to get him to come forward and tell his story. Well, what do you think of that, Kent? Lois wants me to run a front-page appeal to this Superman, whoever he is. Wait a minute. I have it here. Listen to it. An open letter to Superman. Three days ago, the brilliant Chinese scholar, Dr. Chi Wan, was brutally murdered in his apartment. The Daily Planet has reason to believe that you, Superman, were the last person to see Dr. Wan alive. In the name of decency, we ask you to come forward and tell all you know. How does that strike you, Kent? Well, it, it doesn't, Mr. White. Why not? I don't know, but I, I don't think it'll do any good. I think the best bet is to question Walter Huffman. Uh, the police have already done that. They can't pin a thing on him. Hey, oh. you must have a reason for not wanting Superman to come forward, Mr. Kent. What is it? Reason? Why should I have a reason? I don't know, but I wonder... Well, the only thing is that if there's no such person as Superman, we'll be the laughingstock of the city. Wait a minute. thought I heard someone at the door. Oh! oh, oh. Jimmy! Oh. Jimmy Olsen. Now, what do you mean by eavesdropping at my office door? Well, I didn't mean it. What? I mean, I couldn't help it. Well, just what do you mean? Close the door, Kent. Well, I, I heard you talking about Dr. Chi Wan and, and Superman and... Oh, before I knew it, I was down on one knee listening through the keyhole. Listen, you're all wrong about Superman. He's as real as you are, Mr. White. Remember when we were out west with Comanche Joe, Mr. Kent? Didn't the Indians see him flying through the air, and didn't they call him the man who flies like a bird? Didn't they? Yes, but... And even before that, when we went down to South America to find that sunken gold ship, didn't Superman rescue me from that tunnel where those Spanish fellows locked me up? And didn't I talk to him? Well, you... you said you did. Well, I did. Well, Superman's real, all right. He's the strongest guy in the world. He can knock a hole in a brick wall and push over a locomotive. That's enough. And... That's enough. But I tell We're you... not paying you to make speeches. But listen, Your Mr. job White, is to run copy. Now get back to work. Go on. Yes, ma'am. What? I mean, yes, sir. Go on. Get out. Get, right, get. <laughs> Poor kid. He's scared stiff. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Kent. I, I want to think over this open letter to Superman that Lois wants me to run. Are you really serious about running that, Chief? Well, I'm not sure. Well, do as you see fit. I'm going to investigate Walter Huffman. The police reported that Dr. Wan's nine pieces of jade are missing. And it's my hunch that not only is Huffman responsible for Chi Wan's death, but that he now has all ten dragon's teeth. So what's the use of running that open letter? Don't you agree with me, Chief? No. Give me the press room. But, now listen, Chief. Fogarty, Harry White, save me a box on the front page. About 24 lines over two columns. Rip off whatever you've got there now. Rick Superman wanted in murder mystery. Rick Superman wanted in murder mystery. Walter Huffman speaking. The reporter from the Daily Planet would like to see you, Mr. Huffman. The reporter? Yes. Send him in. The Daily Planet. Hmm. Mr. Huffman? Come in, please. Thank you. Can I do for you, young man? Well, my name is Clark Kent, Mr. Huffman. I'm with the Daily Planet. 
Yes? Uh, the editorial staff is presenting a gift to one of our women employees who is about to be married. Yes? We thought a jade necklace might be a nice gift, and since I understand you deal in jade, I came to you first. You understand I deal in jade? Well, yes, don't you? Sometimes, Mr. Kent. Sometimes I deal in other things. Well, do you have some jade on hand? No, Mr. Kent. I have no jade. Uh, none at all? None at all. Oh. Well, that's too bad. Yes, Mr. Kent, it is too bad. You work for the Daily Planet? Yes, yes, I, I, I'm a reporter. Then you have seen this paper. Huh? Oh, that. Oh, that's not in my department. I see. Not in your department? No. You know this Superman? Do I know him? No, no, I don't. Somebody on your paper knows him. Well, that, that I couldn't say. You uh... couldn't say. No. Of course, you are aware that Chiwan was my friend, that the police questioned me about his untimely death. I, I read that in the paper. Yes, of course. Well, now, about the jade, Mr. Hoffman. I am sorry, but uh... I have no jade. Perhaps some other time, Mr. Kent. Thank you for calling. Well, uh... Good day. Uh, yes, uh, Goodbye. Cooling. Huffman, come up at once. I need you for something very important. Very important. Mr. White. Mr. White. Hi, dear. Telegram, Mr. White. Yeah, let me have it. Great Scott. What is it? Get Clark Clinton and Lois Lane. Tell them I want him here in my office at once. Yes, sir. I'll get him. This is the most amazing thing I've ever heard of. What a story it'll make. Give me the press room. Story of the year. Hello, Fogarty. Perry White. I want the front page of tomorrow's first edition kept wide open until you hear from me. Right. Kenny said you wanted to see me, Mr. White. Where's Kent? Well, he left the office about an hour ago. and come back. Well, here. Here, read this. Just came in. Yes. Editor, Daily Planet. I am willing to tell my story about Chi Wan's murder, but for reasons which you should understand, I cannot come to you. You must come to me. I will meet you in the Carson Mansion tonight at 8. The door will be open. Walk in. Sign, Superman. Good heavens, Mr. White. The Carson Mansion's about five miles out of town. We can't wait for Kent. It's 7.30 now. Do you want to go along with me? Do I? I should say so. Okay, get your hat and coat. We haven't much time. That's the place up ahead. Used to be owned by Carson, the millionaire rubber man. Been deserted for five years. I guess we turn in here. Gee, it certainly is lonesome looking, all boarded up. Well, come on. Let's go right on up to the door. Gee, he certainly picked a lonely place to meet us. Didn't the telegram say the door would be open? Huh? Oh, yes. And it is. Follow me, Lost. Mr. White, I, I don't like it in here. What's that? A bell. Tolling the hour. It's just eight. Mr. White, do, do you think that wire really was from Superman? Do you think he's here? Is Superman waiting for them in the deserted mansion? Or is someone else lurking in the darkness? Don't forget to tune in next time and follow the thrilling story of The Dragon's Teeth. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky, look!
Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.